Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. HP Inc. showed accelerating sales momentum in the second quarter, delivering growth in both PCs and printers for the first time in more than a half decade. The S&P 500 index advanced to a record at 2404, up five points, a gain there of two-tenths of one percent. Year-to-date, the S&P is up 7.4 percent. NASDAQ up 24 to 61.63. That is a gain of four-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 74, also a gain of four-tenths of one percent. The 10-year up eight thirty seconds. The yield now 2.25 percent. Gold up 280 the ounce to 12.58, up two-tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down three-tenths of one percent, down 15 cents a barrel to $51.32. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears. I like beer. A producer for Brennan likes beer, so I'm here, as do others. Um, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. Mr. Brennan. Um, Brent Grossman's Not during us. the show. No, 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 no. He, w- why he never, not? He not? never produces his <laughs> drinks at the same time. <laughs> Brent um, Grossman says, why not? So I got to tell you, I was doing some research for this next segment, and I came across a New York Times article, and it recently asked if it is the last call for craft beer. Uh, the craft beer market estimated to be worth mm, $23 billion or so. Uh, Brent Grossman is co-owner at Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, based in Chico, California, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Um there are a lot of choices in the craft beer market. Uh, how do you guys navigate through that? I mean, you got to look at it from the drinker side. There's a lot of great choices in the craft beer market, so there's never <laughs> been a better time to be a drinker, right? And, uh, you know, us as brewers, we, we love it and encourage it because it gives us a huge creative freedom to sort of explore and expand uh, different flavors, different um, ways and styles, you know, constant innovation is, is... But you have to constantly do that, right? Come out with new things to kind of get people interested? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to do, interested. you, you got to basically have, you have two obligations. You have an obligation to your, your current existing drinker that, um, you know, I'm always going to make, you know, great pale ale. That's what we're always going to do as well as constantly innovate and give people what they don't necessarily know they want yet. Right. The next big whatever it might be. So it's a lot of fun. Well, well to that, I mean, uh, is it... Is the the kind of customer you have in craft beer different than a, a drinker of Bud or Miller Lite or something? Yeah, I, I definitely would say so. I mean, the craft beer drinker is quite a promiscuous drinker. We know that. Um, you know, there's lots of great brewers out there making lots of great beers, and the idea of you know only drinking a, a Bud for your life, whatever it might yeah. be. Um, you know, that is not the current thinking of, of especially younger, um, newer legal age drinkers are, they're wanting to explore. They're wanting to see, uh, differences in variety. I mean, you see it across food nowadays as well. Um, you know, it, it is a big melting pot. Sidecar, torpedo, tropical torpedo, um, nooner. I love the names. Tell me about stout, porter. Um, old These are names of beers, just to be clear. Yes. Yeah, yes. Our, our, our beers, yep. <laughs> Celebration. Um, it's really fun. You kind of have a, a, a cool vibe to it. Uh, tell me about the marketing. I mean, you got to 
have a good product. But talk to me about marketing, getting it into, you know, bars and things, getting it into, um, you know, stores and retail outlets. T- tell me about a little bit about that process. Yeah, I mean, the world has has changed. You know, my father started, and I'm, I'm very proud to call myself a second-generation brewer. You know, we're family-owned. We're going to stay that way. We're, we're very proud about that. But, you know, my father started back in um, the 80s uh, making beer and trying to sell beer. You know, there was no such thing as the craft beer market. So we had to go national very early on. just Kind to of explain get, it, right? <laughs> yeah, just to get the consumers out there to actually hold a profitable business. You know, fast forward to today. The drinker knows what craft beer is. They walk into a bar. They're expecting to see 40 different tap handles. So it is definitely a new approach to how do you market to something where um, traditionally brands were always built on premise where you drink at a bar versus an off premise where you go. It's to more the like wine, right? Now there's all these different choices. But so how do you get the bar to say, yeah, I want your stuff? You got to have great beer, number one. I mean, you got to have just the best beer out there because there's so many 7,700 active permittees. Um, in the U.S. right now. That is huge numbers of, of brewers out there. So it's number one. It is quality beer, quality beer, quality beer, quality beer. So the bartender has to like it or who has to the, like the it? The buyer has to like the it. The buyer absolutely. has to like it. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's an interesting challenge, too, because you've, of course, got distribution issues there. Um, but do you find that you've got customers, customers who will, you've got to have those different kinds of beers on occasion to get the customer to sort of stay within the Sierra Nevada family? Yeah, I mean, staying relevant and staying exciting to to the new beer drinker or even the seasoned craft beer drinker is definitely a challenge. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong; they are looking for the next whatever it might be style trend. Um, you see a lot of excitement now trending towards lower alcohol beers and more sessionable beers because people want to have you know three beers responsibly, and to do that, you need to you know either extend your time or lower the alcohol and people that's interesting talk to us about the that growing market i was also out with someone a pregnant woman and she wanted a beer so she got a non-alcoholic beer but she wanted a good one like those markets are those rapidly growing for you i mean you look at the european equivalent and low alcohol non-alcoholic beers are definitely there um you know does the brewer choose to make a gluten-free does the brewer choose to make a low non-alcohol beer you know these are all choices for brewers to to come against um, you know, and that's the, a hurdle that that is definitely out there, and and there is some some movement in that area. Are your marketing uh, expenses very different than a than a big beer maker uh, who's spending a lot on sort of brand establishment, but will keep the customer for thirty or forty years? Absolutely, um, and you know, I'm, I have a pretty known known quote of of you know, I would rather spend my money on a microscope than I would on something shiny. Um, because I really do think the relationship that the drinker has with us is is beyond just uh, the liquid itself. When you buy a six-pack of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, um, it is more than just the liquid. It's the consistency. It's the heritage. It's it's the relationship that you have with it. Um, it, it is different for sure. So our, our marketing spends are not nearly what one of our peers or competitors would be. Our sales force is not nearly what one of our competitors would be, but... Um, you know, we are very proud of our liquid and the relationship that the drinker has with our liquid. Who's your best customer or your biggest customer? Is it millennials? Is it all over the map? It's all over the map. Yeah. Um, huh. Um, how do you end the day? How do I end the day? What's your favorite favorite drink of choice? <clears throat> Cold and in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> that come on. No, Better than a frontal lobotomy. I, I mean, Sidecar. I mean, be- torpedo. I love the name. Beer. Beer changes or my my interaction with beer changes with the mood I'm in uh, the food I'm eating the people I'm uh, I'm with you know how my day was so um, I drink either a lot of Sierra Nevada pale ale or uh, I drink a lot of pale ale honestly. you got it Chico it gets hot up there yeah I drink a lot of pale ale <laughs> 
This was fun. Good luck. Well, thank you so much. This Tell us as things evolve and you guys are putting new things out there, let us know how it's going. Yeah, we actually have a big festival coming up uh, across the nation, eight festivals uh, in the month of uh, June for beer camp across the world. So join us at one of them. All right. Sounds like fun. We can check it out online. Brian Grossman, co-owner, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, right here on Bloomberg Radio. Bottoms up.